A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redmen TV. I am Bailey Shaw. To my right, your left, is Mr. Ross Charnley. And we're here to discuss the game after Liverpool have just tightly beaten Fulham 2-1 at the Craven Cottage. Ross, yeah. what a fucking important result that was. Massive. Um, it was a bit bizarre, actually. I was quite comfortable mm. throughout the whole of that game, and it was just a matter of time before the second goal came. Yeah, uh, it wasn't coming, and I, I think more as as more the game goes on, you kind of think, uh, but Fulham weren't, weren't really great. Now, I no. thought uh, Van Dijk and Matip, I thought were, were solid. Um, besides the the point we're going to get to in a bit, um, but Mitrovic didn't really have a chance. Babel was was doing Trent a couple of times, but he was only the really thre- the only real threat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then they just made it tense for us. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why they keep doing it to us. No, I know it seemed like a routine. You know, everyone was saying for the game, we're gonna we're gonna do a professional job, and I think we were being very professional. We were pushing at the right times, getting Trent as much of the ball as possible, Robertson as much of the ball, trying to play our game. And I, Fulham didn't really have a sniff. No, and then uh, of course, fucking out of nowhere, sort of in the true Liverpool fashion. If if it's all working for us, we've got to sort of be our own demise. It then a brain fart from uh, from Alisson and Van, D- uh, from Van Dijk and it's the game's wide open and, and Milner and Milner of course yeah. um, something again that I said on the, the build up of when you see these games now I'm, I'm not I'm not cocky or arrogant about it you just the team, like you said that control was the word that you mm. use that's what we seem to be a lot better at in yeah. these games mm-hmm. I and mean, it's a brain fart was another perfect word to use of going it just doesn't happen yeah. I think Fortunately, we won the game still, so I think there's a bit more, yeah. bit more give for forgiveness for mm-hmm. Allison, uh, Van Dijk, and Milner in, in that case. Yeah, and it's just a lack of communication. I don't mm-hmm. think it's panics just setting. We wouldn't think so between them two because they're the, the calmest people yeah. on, on the no, pitch. Right. And the best thing, best thing after it was. My arse went, I'm not going to lie, oh, but theirs, did, theirs yeah. didn't. Yeah. And Alison was still passing out from the back, so yeah. but even though he really shouldn't be doing it for, yeah. for the half the nation's sake, mm-hmm. or the local fan base sake, sorry. Um, and I like that professional about them, mm. whereas before, years gone by, we all know what happened with the carriers, so yeah. we it up, but yeah. that's where it could cost you the game. And we've had the mentality to go on and go, actually, you know, we're still in control of this game. Mm. It's full of them and, and the fans could have got on top of us there. Mm. No, you're right. And we never let it happen. Yeah, no, you're right. And you mentioned carriers, but it could go even deeper than that. I mean, you look at, you look at 13-14, we're cruising and 
the biggest icon in recent Liverpool history, Steven Gerrard, makes a mistake that then costs us the league. And yeah. the the icons that are Van Dijk and Ellison this season and how much we've built them up and sort of into a superhuman status. Like they're, Van Dijk's a god among men. You know, Alisson's fantastic in goal. He's the best uh, keeper in the Premier League in terms of clean sheets. That had the making of that 13-14 mistake where if that happens and we drop points, it gives all the other fans the chance to go, that mistake there. Those two guys that you've built up to be titans among football that you think are all sort of unbreakable they're the reason that cost you the league that, that could have been in a very easy narrative for, for rival fans to jump on and and Sky Sky, and Sky, Sky would have fucking, fucking loved that Martin Tyler was an absolute prick that game but well, what's new but there's but it was that case of Pris said it in the during the game you know as soon as that went in it's the mark of champions to turn that draw into a win and that's exactly what we did. And I think to, to say that, had it not worked for us and we'd have, we'd have drawn that game and dropped points, fell four points behind City, it could have been such a dampener. But again, that team shows real now, shows real professionalism, like we say, I think that's the word to use for this game. And it showed that we're, we're not that 13-14 team anymore. We, we, we will stand up and be counted and we won't be down and out just because we have a spawny goal going. I think there's a totally different mindset to the 13-14 team or even the 08-09. Thirteen fourteen was built on the, the front three or front yeah. four at the time. Yeah. Whereas this is going well, okay, Sally again I don't think he had a crap game. No. I think he was selfish in parts. Yeah. But then there's other parts of that team where you can rely on. Mm-hmm. So obviously Marnie had a really good game. Yeah. But in thirteen fourteen it was like, well, if the front three or front four didn't have a good game, you knew the defence was in yeah. one, two, three or four goals. Mm. This is the first time where I think defensively, like we've been shocking and Matic's mm. tried to score a few own goals. Yeah. Well, he's been successful many a time. Yeah. Um but it's just everyone goes bangs on about luck, and I was like, how unlucky were we for Milner to slice the ball, for Van Dijk to mm. head it when he doesn't doesn't do anything wrong, mm. and it leads to a goal. Allison yeah. again, could he be braver? Could he come out more? Yeah, like communication is brain fart, or did he just like three people switched off at once? Mm-hmm. What's the chances of that happening again? Mm. I and mean, even as a as a fan. I was like, no, this is all right. This is not going to mm. do it again. Mm. No, that's and that's right. And I think, like you say, I don't think because Alisson and Van Dijk have got that rapport with each other. I think Alisson, like we do as fans, Alisson expects everything on a silver platter because it's Van Dijk and it's going to come crisp and smooth. And Alisson reciprocates by not panicking, playing balls across the floor, which, like you said, he carried on doing after the mistake, which is a testament to his character. It's, it's the initial reaction as well. So it's not like okay, you talk about five, ten minutes afterwards, whatever was left, fifteen minutes at a time. Mm. But it's when it happens, it's not like they're not screaming at each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not ball, mm. and the heads, the heads didn't go. Yeah, and it's kind absolutely. of like I think Van Dijk was going like, "Come on, to go." And I was like, yeah. "Good, that's what I want to yeah. see." That gives and me confidence as a fan, yeah. as a player, whatever. I'm sure Klopp was going absolutely mental on the sideline. Mm. They didn't show it, mm. but again, that's the mentality that we want now. It's like, don't lose your heads, mm. don't get pissed off with each other. Just get you got 15 minutes after the game, which is quite a significant amount of time. Mm. Um, I can't say I was confident we were going to get that second goal. No, you're right. Um, yeah, but the way the game that played out, we kind of you kind of feel like you deserved it because mm. we put the pressure on. Throughout the whole of the game, we were creating chance opportunities for us sitting back deep. Yeah. We did already hit the bar. You're mm. thinking again that second goal was coming when you when you don't get it and they they score off the off the against the run of play. Mm. You kind of think, "Fuck, it's going to be one of them again." Yeah, no, you're right, and it's it's the case of you know we've been brilliant this season, and there's been times where it's been tough and we've we've battled through. This is the first game that I can remember where it's really been. A sucker punch sort of like that's come out of nowhere we controlled the game that was our game for the taking you know people were already sort of going right rubbing their hands that this was a routine excellent win for Liverpool that comes out of nowhere and everyone's just taken back and I think like you say that mentality that's been drilled into us from past teams 08, 09, 13, 14 
that it's that underlying fear that sort of this team's try to sort of eradicate and say, no, we're a different Liverpool team. And that really showed today. And that, uh, and it just, like I say, it had, it, it had the makings of being the, the narrative that was all these rival fans would feed off and it could have really sort of derailed the mentality of Liverpool and especially the team. But no, they, they, they put the world to rights and they said, this is not, this is not us. And it's a massive testament to them. But of course... As a Liverpool fan though, and subliminally, I think you have the particularly the Burnley and the Leicester games mm. in the back of your mind yeah. going, it's going to be one of them again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, again, you're in control of the game. We take, have you had chances you haven't taken? And that's where it's like, mm. it's going to be a draw. Yeah, and it does. It's, it's that point of the season, you know, seven games left now. It was eight at the time. It, it's win or bust. And I've I've had the mentality of the next team to lose a game out of us and City are going to drop it. That, that they're, they're going to be the team that miss out. And we've been a victim of having too many draws. And like you said, that this, this had the, the writings of, that's just not falling for us today. And to, to then take take the game by the balls and write your own narrative and say, we're not going to have it this time. We've learned from Leicester, we've learned from West Ham, we're going to do it. We're going to take this into a comfortable win like we deserve, the way we were playing, we deserve that win. And it's huge props to the team for that. But it wasn't all doom and gloom, of course. Yeah. there was. We, we had a fantastic sort of couple of goals and we talked the first one first, obviously Mane gets the goal, but it was a fantastically well-worked team goal in the sense we were, we were testing down that left-hand side. Robertson and Trent have been so important in this game as they have been all season. And it's that little one-two from Robbo, plays Mane across, Mane comes in, takes the ball, puts it away. And it's just Mane's in shit-hot form at the minute, isn't it? He's he's superb. I don't want to take away James's uh, lines of doing his spots and making Yeah, it's hard to do. He's absolutely on fire. Again, yeah. he starts that mm. to get the ball. But again... Even stuff wasn't coming off, and it's always criticism. Marley, I think you described him as being quite erratic. Yeah, was the word that you used, and I think that that's right sometimes. But the fact that he carries on trying stuff, yeah. he wears people down, even if it's physically mm. or mentally. If you're folks who meant to, who's the, who's the right back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's relentless. Yeah. And like, I quite like that. So if something doesn't work, he'll carry on trying that, or he'll try something different, a cut inside or whatever. Mm. He's, he's popping up in all sorts of positions. Mm. Um, again, the penalty we'll get to in a minute. That that comes from him. Mm. Um, he hit the bar. He's just yeah. he's just a constant threat. So as much as as much as we said this for a couple of weeks now, as much as Salah you think kind of has gone off the boil, mm. well, that's because people are kind of like got wise to him from last season. Mm -hmm. like, we'll, we'll keep an eye on him or yeah. whatever he's doing. Yeah. Well, Meanwhile, he's walking around going, yeah, I'm having the time of my life. Giving it to McGregor, yeah. You yeah, can, can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Of course, he can't. And again, I don't get some credit for this, but Robertson as well. Yeah. The amount of times he gives him the overlap, he'll yeah. either give him the overlap as an option, yeah. or he'll drag a defender away mm -hmm. and then give Marley space to go and cut inside. Mm. If you're Even if you're two defenders, are you thinking, because it happens so much, we can't work out what's going to happen next. Yeah, no, you're so right. Gumani can just go and do anything. Well, we, we buy Munich, we'd be sending do anything. Watford, mm. he can do anything. Mm. Um, again, I'll just put it in my play ratings for the website that the goalkeeper is a penalty for me. Mm -hmm. but, if, but if he's running towards the ball, mm. even if it's away from goal, mm. well, he's going to do some mad shit in back heel anyway. To yeah, yeah. No, I may as well close line and fucking take him out anyway. Yeah, he's, no, you're right. He's uh, absolute credit. And again, the contract to the thing of you saying this mentality. I've never given up. Mm. I don't. I don't think any of the players did, by the way. But again, he's getting himself into positions. He's working mm. the opposition to to win games for Liverpool. Yeah, no, and it's it's not. Say it was only Burnley last weekend. Obviously, people forget since we've had that massive uh, result in in Europe. It was three two in that Burnley game, and it was it was Sadio Mane who goes up the other end and says, "Fuck off!" Like this is this isn't deserved to be three two. We, he scores that goal in sublime fashion, and it's it, it's a case of Mo Salah was so much of the the star man he was the spotlight of Liverpool season last year you, you, Liverpool Football Club and Mo Salah were in tandem whereas I think this season it is a, 
Allison's so important, Van Dijk's so important, Fabinho, that midfield, the work ethic, the, the fullbacks, and it just happens to be that it's most it's it's Sadio Mane up front this season for for the forwards that's just doing the business when Mo Salah's having that sort of that that torrid time of trying to break that fifty goal duck, which is a, it's a real thing. You can see it with with so many fantastic footballers that have that little bit of break in form and it just takes him a little while to get going and you could see with the he was forcing shots today and he had that ball that Mane plays through to him that you're just like oh just finish that yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's hard work for him but when when, you, when your star man from last season is not performing you need a guy to pick up the slack and Mane's done that consistently I think that's that's one criticism we've had of him like I say being erratic being inconsistent he can have five games brilliantly go missing for a few games and he pops up here and there but this is the Sadio, this is the best Sadio Mane I've seen since he's joined the club and I think that it's coming in such an important time for him and how important it is for, for Europe for, for the Premier League that if he doesn't play in the form that he's playing, we don't get, we don't win this game. So he wins yeah. that he wins that game, and like I said, we'll come on to the the, the penalty now. We were in the we were in the bin, like uh, we were like it was one one sucker punch out of nowhere. We we were sat in silence watching the game for a good two minutes, just like oh man, oh the the fear of just rolling back into your head. And it's Sadio Mane who doesn't stop harrying. He gets in the positions and. He's the say he's the reason you made a great point of he goes for that the goalkeeper basically has to rugby tackle him because if he gives him an inch of space he's going to create something and I think that's a huge credit to Mane. Yeah, again, he's, he's the relentless of him. Um, I think that's one thing. Now we can look back on and kind of say well, you can't really doubt this Liverpool side even if it goes yeah. to goes to one one or mm. even like what we've been behind before this season and we, we pulled things back. Burnley was one of them. I think mm. um, maybe Arsenal was another one. I can't remember. Mm. But it's the fact that years gone by, I've, I've watched Liverpool sides, you've had wingers, and he, I think people seem to get sometimes that Marnie and Seller are essentially wingers yeah. that score fucking loads yeah. of goals. Yeah. Um, but they, they wouldn't get into positions, they wouldn't make runs, they wouldn't create stuff, and mm. then you'd have like, I don't, know, I don't know, two shots per game or something. Like, like, like a Ryan Babble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Marnie keeps going, I think, well, even when there's 15 minutes left to go, mm. it always gives you some sort of hope, a little fan of going, actually, I think we're going to create something else, we'll cause problems. Mm. I think Fulham invited a lot of their problems onto yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, they're in a difficult position. What are they supposed to do? Kind of, it's picky, picky. Yeah, you don't know whether to sit back. Yeah, do you attack? Come back. So, but again, Marley goes to one one, and just think how pissed off he must have been. Mm. I'm going, Jesus Christ, lads, where are we bollocks off here yeah, yeah, again? Yeah. Got us a goal, and then you go and do that, mm. and it just comes back to mentality for me. Yeah, I've gone. Actually, now none of them are having that. Mm. And again, Marley, okay, he may be to himself. He was pissed off with mm. what happened. Mm. But he doesn't get down about it. He's going, no, get scruff in the neck of the game. Mm. Let's go again. Mm. Uh, gets himself in front of the goalkeeper. Again, I think it's Mo who, who creates that chance in the first place. Yeah. Fine, just keep going. Mm. Um, unselfish to set Mo up for that chance you were talking about. Yeah. I think he had he took on two defenders and, and Mo makes the overlap. Mm. He, he's hit the bar. He's just, again, he's just superb. Yeah. One thing I will say about Mo Salah is... I could, Part of me quite likes his selfishness of him because he's shown that he's hungry yeah, and he wants to get. But I don't think he's even about the fiftieth goal. I think he just wants Liverpool to win. Yeah, and part of it will be the fiftieth goal thing. But like, you can't slate him for it. He's just no, no. He's doing. He, he does everything right, and it's yeah, just he needs to pick his moments. If yeah. That's the that's the problem. He's, I was going to say to you. He, he needs to pick his moments. So there's a chance where there's literally three people to the left of him, mm. and he's going for goal, and there's people that are like just fucking pass it. Mm-hmm. I think it happened. Was it the Munich game as well? And it was yeah. the three of us just yeah, screaming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> screaming yeah. left at the telly. It's like, yeah. pick your moments to go and do it. As much. I get you want to get your goal. Mm. I get you want the team to win. That's mm. fine. And one thing that, I, again, I put me play ratings was defensively, I thought he was, I thought he was really yeah. good. There was a chance yeah. where Fulham made a break. And he tracks all uh, the way back he from straight, that He blocks, blocks off the pass with yeah. the overlap. I think he's from a corner. Mm. Um, 
Fair play to him. Yeah, no, he's an, he's an evolved Mo Salah in the sense that he, he senses the frustration. He knows that he's known as this goal scoring monolith as he was last season in the in the ranks of Yolanda Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. And it's so hard to, to imitate that. But he's not letting his head drop. He's not getting frustrated at his overall no. game. He's not kicking the floor, throwing his hands up in anguish every time that he doesn't come off. You've got every right to be frustrated when you're a player of his calibre. But when it affects the team, that's when, you, that's when it comes back to you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're absolutely right. He's not a selfish player. He's not lost that team player of, of what makes our front three click so much and you don't get that from a lot of other forwards in the league yeah, as well. you're you absolutely get, right there's loads of like you, you can name a handful of people they won't be lazy let's go that's not my job to do yeah. and again I think that's part of the reason why Shakiri doesn't start yeah, or he doesn't true. Or he doesn't play he's mm. great brilliant going forward brilliant creating space yeah. but if that opportunity came back would you trust Shakiri to, to be doing what most others should no, have done you're absolutely right I, I wouldn't no, no that's, that's a great point and it will fall for me, like I say. It's just, but the, the main point is, it's, it's so much more than goals. Like I say when you've got a player, a player like Manu who's picking up the goals, you still need a guy to do everything else. Like I say, he's, he's a winger still, first and foremost. So he needs to do the defensive duties as well as the attacking duties, and he still makes like an average of ten dribbles per game. Still creates the chances. He still take. He still had the the ball in the opposition box five or six times that, that this game, and that's a consistent thing for him. So it, it will fall for Salah. So. Say it's just it's one of, another one of those games that rolls over and you're just like ah, it will come. Save it for Spurs, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. We'll, don't worry about it. That's a great point. Yeah. But we're we're we sort of we're building Mane up, but Mane doesn't get the goal. It's it's James Milner that gets the goal, mm-hmm. and you know we were saying he comes on and Verge takes his armband off, gives it to Bobby to go and give to him on the halfway line. And I said, is that is that is that mandatory or is that sort of like a, a courtesy into saying here you're the you're the the recommended you're the re- the what's the word realised vice captain. Uh, he's the vice captain of the team. You go and take this armband, and it's it was a real captain's stepping up for that um, that penalty and saying, like I say, Mo, there's too much pressure on you. I know you're a good penalty taker, but I'm the cool guy. I'm the man that's gonna that's gonna slot this away. And the fashion that he does it is cool that to a T. I mean, you say he's the cool guy. He essentially gives the goal away. To yeah, the no, you're right. He's slicing the ball. Yeah, um, but yeah, for the penalty, the balls to hit it down the middle for yeah, me yeah. and I think a few of us kind of thought he went off to the left mm. well, before seeing the replay 
and you're thinking that's that's it, that's why he came on. Yeah. He came on because he's got the experience. He's mm-hmm. got the uh, again mentality. He's he's won stuff before. Mm-hmm. You need that to kind of either calm people down or reassure yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't start very well by giving the ball. Away yeah, of course. What he did, but. Um, I had confidence in him that he was going to score. Yeah, no, and it's and it's huge that he's even on the pitch to take that because say he doesn't come on, it does fall to Mo Salah to take that penalty, and if he misses that, destroys it him. destroys his confidence. To say he's struggling so much, it meant to try and find his goal, and that's and again it writes another narrative for rival fans to say, look at your one season wonder, look at your guy who's cost a few points, and it was very well managed by Klopp. Say he brings him on, we work hard for the penalty, and Milner just steps up and says. I'm doing it. So you need a guy like Steven Gerrard did that you, you look to and say, he's the penalty taker. Now you've got a handful of good penalty takers in the team, but if this guy's on the pitch, he takes it. There's no debates. And he does it in such a cool fashion. Like I say, he slices it, he slots it down the middle and he wins us the game. And, it, and it's then brilliant game management to see the game out by, by Liverpool Football Club. And then we, we go on and get the win. But let's talk about outstanding performances. Like I, say, well, I think we've talked a lot, a lot about Mane. I think he's probably a lot of people's man of the match. But Lallana. just going to say, Lallana was the second guy on my team sheet. Uh, bloody hell Say I had him in my starting 11 I was saying I don't think he's done enough to start in Europe but he definitely deserves to start this game after Burnley and I think he really really gave a performance to the fans to say I'm still in contention in this midfield do you know what's mad the, the contrast in, uh, in opinions on, on Twitter so when yeah. the team she got announced last week and it was it was Burnley mm. oh, what the fuck's going on yeah. oh, it's like <laughs> fucking shit yeah. did today the line's starting great yeah glad the line's starting yeah yeah, yeah. Sound. I uh, I said on the on the build up show one of my problems with Lalana is his consistency. Yep. So we could have that performance from Burnley, mm. but we wouldn't see it again until next season probably. Yeah. No, you're right. And um I think he showed again the, the quality and why Klopp trusts him. Mm. He must have been working hard on training again. Uh, obviously Naby Kate is injured, so he, he wasn't starting. Jack here on the bench. But again it comes back to what we were saying about Salah before, that defensive work. Mm. He leads the press. Yeah. This, he was what he was so good at two seasons ago and again he hasn't shown it for he hasn't shown it for two seasons essentially. Yeah. Um but to do like Okay, two weeks isn't consistent, but but it is. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. What what more do you want from him? He's a guy that's been he's taken his opportunities, but he's done exactly. He's a guy that's been harried for harried with injuries every single season. When he looked like he's coming back, he has a game or two where he's poor. He gets injured again, and that's not the Alan Lallana that we that we. It is the Lallana that we remember, but he's not the one we know and love from two three seasons ago, where he was like our best midfielder. He was that that sort of force with Firmino, Mane, Coutinho and Alana, they were the front, they were the fab four of old. And look, it's not, we're getting that vintage, fucking hate that saying, but we're getting that, that classic Lalana back that was so important to scoring goals. And I, I say it all the time. I think he lo- he's lost a lot of his pace. He's lost a lot of his physicality, but he's still- Not lost that cross there, no, has he? Not, <laughs> his ankles seem to work fine. Yeah, yeah. It's that close control, that dribbling. He, he, he plays a position that, not many other midfielders can play that well. Like I say, if you're gonna if you're trying to play a four three three, Ox is the best guy to play as your out and out ten because like I say he's brilliant at, at scoring goals as well as providing them. But when he's when he's not on the pitch, I think he's the best option, especially against players against teams like Fulham and Burnley. And I think we got another performance Burnley esque because it says, okay, let's see what you can do. There's no reasons to drop you. You're showing a lot of nails here. And I think that as I say, it's, do we bring him in against a big team like Spurs? Do you think he's done enough? Um, I think you could argue a case for him, certainly, yeah. Mm. It's not just his press as well, and his touch, obviously, mm. but it's his speed of transition for me. Yeah. 
yeah. which I don't think you get from anyone Still very else. game smart, isn't yeah, it? But, yeah, and that's what we've been lacking. Everyone says like creativity and stuff. You get creativity from your fullbacks mm. for being your Van Dyke spraying 70, 80 yard balls or whatever mm. you want to do. But Lana, like he did it before. He had someone, he jumped up for head of someone, mm. shoved him out of the way, took a lovely touch with his, with his foot mm-hmm. to bring it down. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's looking up next, where to yeah. go, where to go. And yeah. we've like, particularly against the, the low block small teams, that's where we've lacked yeah. the creativity in, in, yeah. in essence because he'll just get the ball and he'll play it forward and he'll look for whoever's in front of him whoever's making the run on it in mm. behind okay, he might not come off uh, three out of four times or something, mm. but he's still trying he's still, he's still going I think you'd have to be a bit more cautious against Spurs because obviously Spurs are a lot more attacking but again he does the defensive work yeah. so yeah, I can um, say I, I was I caveat again I was saying I don't think he's done enough for Europe but two very solid performances against lower league teams Say so he's in a shout there for man of the match. If Mali doesn't do the things he does, he's definitely second or third choice, I think. And it's it's really good to see because in a in a time where our midfield is probably the most up for debate position, like I say, we've got a regimented back five, we've got a regimented front three. You really have to state your claim in that midfield to say I want to be a first team player. And I think Fabinho's done that fantastically. I think Genie's done that brilliantly. And it's yeah. then that last place that's so up for grabs. And I think Lalana offers something so different to the rest of the midfield. And it's really nice to see the narrative of him being turned. And he's doing that with, by his own desire because he's showing us fans we've got him wrong. And I think that it's brilliant for Lalana. And I think he's got that third place for me. You think? Again, depending on who your opposition is. Mm-hmm. As, as honestly, you make, you make a case for him starting in Spurs because, mm. again, is Shaqiri going to be tracking back to, that you do you require from yeah. him against Spurs? Mm-hmm. Obviously, really good on, on the break or mm-hmm. just in general, really good attacking side. Naby Kite has been injured. Yep. Lack of game time. Yep. Would you chuck him in against Spurs? Nope, probably probably not. Yeah. The only other option that you go for is, is James Milner, but then everyone's going to say, you know, it's... It's not. It's not. Yeah. The, it's not the Brexit midfield because Fabinho and Junior in there. But it's like they're all they're all defensive minded yeah, players, aren't exactly. they? So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's a brilliant option to have, and he had another fantastic game today. And a couple of other names that I had down: Bobby. I think he's he's, he's very much like Genie Wijnaldum in the sense that he's so reliable. Say so he doesn't. It often doesn't pop up with goals because he's got eleven this season, which is still fantastic for a guy that's basically playing two positions anyway. But it's just the ability that he has to, to read a game, and he, he's so calm on the ball, and he. When he drops deep, he facilitates everything. Like I say, he goes right, he goes left, he plays forward. Like we say about Lalana in terms of his game sharpness and his, his intelligence in the game, Bobby's second to none, I think, than anybody on that pitch. Him and Genie, I don't think they get the, will get the plaudits for this game, but they do the dirty work. Yeah. So yeah. it's not attractive. It's not like, okay, Bobby does, does like this. It's not the goals and the assists. Yeah, but it's, 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 again, you talk about Bobby might do like the assist that he says sometimes so he, yeah. he won't get the credit for it yeah. but again it's that dropping deep that press mm-hmm. again you don't get that from any other attacker so like yeah. whereas Fulham look to you on the counter attack mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. but you can't worry what um, about going forward because you're going mm-hmm. to worry about what Bobby Firmino is like is, is he behind you or yeah. what's going yeah, on yeah, of course. he doesn't give you that time on the ball yeah. and if it's not Bobby doing it it's Lallana doing it or Genie's doing it mm. Genie and his interceptions and, and again pressing just cut stuff out yeah. and Sometimes he does the same sort of thing as Henson does in mm. that sense of just like winning the ball back and then he'll pass it on to whoever's come to win the ball. Yeah. Um, I love Genie towards the end of the game as well, where he was just in the, in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> nothing played. was on and he was like, fuck it, yeah. I'm going to the yeah, corner. But he just goes in the corner. It's like, arse out, fine, I'm giving the ball here, he's staying 2 1. I was yeah. like, yep, so I'm all right that. with that Genie, yeah. Yeah, you need that. You need that sort of that, that shit house read that sort of the vintage Ferguson, vintage Mourinho's at Chelsea's, that they, those tactics won them league titles. But, and my last guy, well, common bias for Mr. Devok Origi. But I think it's genuinely recognisable. I mean, it's no... He has Shakiri on the pitch. who scored six more goals than him this season. Or sorry, four more goals in the season. And then 
Cause I, he, there's, there's attacking options there that would be ahead of him in the pecking order, but I think his performances of late have been brilliant. The fact yeah. that he's sort of reinvented himself as that left wing position. And he, I was saying to Chris, a guy who's six foot one, big, tall, lanky bloke, very strong. He's not, he's not your conventional left winger, but I think he's, he's such a refreshing option to have off the bench because he's so, he, he's such a different dynamic and it's not, but it's his work ethic for me that, that really sort of shines that he comes on the pitch and he's, he was wrote, he's written off. It's, not, it's unfair. It's not unfair to say that he was like, he's in the same bucket as Sturridge as being that guy that was sort of ah we'll ship him off in the summer. And but and Lallana of course. And it's it's these guys that stand up and be counted to say I'm still here. I still want to contribute. And it's massive props to, to Origi for that. In some terms, he's like a modern day Stephen Culker, isn't he? Like he is. Yeah. He's he's a really good outlet, and he, he's again it comes back to consistency for two, three, four games that he's come on as a sub. I thought he's been decent. Yeah. When we went to the Wolves game. Um, earlier on in the season and mm-hmm. did the cup game I thought he was absolute dog shit yeah. I thought he was terrible yeah. but again that's that's credit to Jurgen Klopp going mm. believe you work hard A will reward you in your contract yeah. B I'll put you, in, put you in the team yeah. you get your place back and then again that should be a kick up the arse for Shakiri and Cater yeah. and anyone else who's in, in the squad going well if you work hard in training mm. you show your performances on the pitch you'll get game time yeah. and if you don't then I'm not going to play it it's, it's too risky to, mm. to have Probably not passengers. passengers. Yeah, but not, maybe not passengers. I've, I've, Klopp needs to trust his players to go and do, do the job on a pitch first and foremost. If he doesn't do it, if he doesn't trust them, why is he going to play them when everything is so yeah. high stakes at the minute yeah. and the pressure's on? Yeah. Because ultimately he, he'll get criticised for going. Yeah. Ima- imagine if Shakiri came on and he was dog shit yeah. and he went, well, the first thing then would be, well, why have you brought Shakiri on if he's not been performing well mm. in the training or he's, he's not played three, four games? Mm. Arigi's been decent with three, four games waiting to go on. So yeah. he, he needs to. Well, look after himself. He's look after the team. Which yeah. is, I feel like that's what he's doing. Yeah. And he, he showed that with Lallana saying, "Play good in training, good performance against Burnley." Yeah. Why? What? What? If he dropped Lallana for this mm. and put someone else in, why? What? What sort of message does that send out to him? No. He knocks people's confidence. I think. No, you're right, and I say it's that 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 sort of unison in the team where you work hard for the team will work hard for you, and that that reward system that, that I think he's doing fantastically with Lallana and and Origi and Shakiri and. Cater, Cater's a different story, I think, with his injuries, and I just don't think he's quite there this season. But Shakiri, especially, he's had chances and he's had starts where he just hasn't done anything. And I think he's been. It, he's got, he has scored some good goals, but I think again comes back to that defend, defensive yeah. man and stuff of going. Yeah. Again, everything's like high stakes. So obviously, United Everton games mm. was so end to end. Everyone were furious when he didn't come on. Mm. Well, it's alright saying he can go great stuff, but he doesn't do the tracking back. Then yeah. See goals and could, could have been Saturday saying we've lost them games. Yeah, no, you're right. And like I say it was it was United was the last team that he scored against, and that was a long, a, a lot of games ago, and he's had plenty of games since then where he just hasn't looked sharp. Like I say and he hasn't. He's shown the other side of his of his game where when he's starting games and he is found out defensively. And I think you're right there, but I think big moral of the story here is top of the table. Oh. You know, two points clear of Manchester City, and it's nice to be able to bask for two weeks in a fantastic week of football you know we had the 4-2 at Burnley then we had the 3-1 at Bayern Munich we had a fantastic draw uh, in the Champions League and now we've just beaten Swansea 2-1 in Swansea a, Swansea you've done that before yeah it's because they play in white I have a kryptonite for teams that play in white in my head there's like four teams in the world that play in them and I know it's not Real Madrid for some reason yeah Fulham just beat Fulham 2-1 but point stands is we've had a great week of football comparatively to the last two weeks before that which were a bit doom and gloom and it's such a nice time to be a Liverpool fan to just breathe for the first time in a very long time I think I actually welcomed the international break yeah, I never you're thought, right yeah. I never thought I'd hear myself say yeah. that just going 
just stop for a yeah. <laughs> like yeah. just calm Catch the fuck down breath. yeah get your breath back kind of regroup I know everyone else is in that same kind of boat mm-hmm. but it's been relentless for ages and obviously we yeah. had that like you said those those draws that I think quite a few people lost the reds and I, I get it was frustrating we mm-hmm. created chances in those games we didn't win and the pressure's on in, in the title okay we're two points ahead now mm. okay City have got a game in hand but again quarterfinals top of the league nice little break fine and again it's, it's come back to what you said at, at the top of the show was that's what that's what winners do yeah. with the mentality of going on. Yeah. Won't, won't get get beat by by Fulham or mm. won't let our edge drop with a one one draw. Mm. We're gonna go, go for the win. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I think that's a, a great way to end the show. And thank you very much, Ross, for, for joining me. Oh Payjack. We've got a sprinting Payjack coming into the scene. Oh, strange. Oh, guys. that looks lovely, Chris. Where can I buy one of those? Threadsforreds.com. Threads Yes, yeah, that is a fantastic. He might not have done himself too much justice today, old Virgil, but he is probably yeah, still the he, greatest he man. He won't be delivering it to you because he'll probably drop it. <laughs> exactly, but anyway, Chris is uh, Oliver on the YouTube with his player ratings, his Twitter reactions, and his match reaction. Uh, jump on over to theredmantv.com because we'll have the final word show out tomorrow for you, the man of the match show. He doesn't want to talk about a win, like I say, to cap off a fantastic last four results again and take us top of the league. So, yeah, thank you very much, Ross. Thank you for watching and we'll see you later.